Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the bigger picture with me, Imad Akhtar. Stocks edged lower yesterday as investors await key jobs data later today that could decide the fate of the next move for interest rates. The Dow Jones lost about 0.03% to close at 33,120 points. The S&P 500 dipped 0.13% to 4,258 points, while the Nasdaq traded down 0.12% and at 13,220 points. Just yesterday, gold reached a seven-month low with prices falling to as low as $1,826. Now, gold last traded at a lower point in early March when it hit $1,815. That translates to a fall of roughly around 2% so far this week, putting it on pace to post its third straight losing week. So what is the outlook for this precious metal in Q4? Well, joining me on the line to discuss this further is Robin Chue, who's APAC gold strategist for Spider ETFs at State Street Global Advisors. Robin, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Robin, now, despite the fall in prices yesterday, it seems gold is still serving as a safe haven asset as market volatility continues. Are central banks building up their gold reserves to essentially act as a hedge against the risks that we see? That has been the case uh, in the past uh, few years, especially last year when we saw central banks actually purchase a record amount of gold around 1,200 tonnes. For the first half of this year, we continue to see very strong demand. Uh, It's actually the first half was the first half record for central banks as well. They purchased around close to about 400 tonnes in the first half. And obviously, I think most of the purchases has been driven by some of the emerging markets and also developed markets. For example, Singapore, the MAS, actually increased their gold reserves by about 49% actually this year. They bought around close to about 4.5 billion US worth of gold year to date. And also China as well has been building up their gold positions. They bought around 13 billion of gold this year, increasing the gold reserves by about 11%. So all in all, we are actually seeing a lot more developed and emerging markets buying gold because I think the rise in geopolitical tensions, the rise in inflation and also the rise in market risk has led to some of the central banks we observe here building up their gold positions. Now, plenty of factors will affect gold heading into the rest of the year. We have Fed and recession expectations among them. How do you think these will impact the precious metal? I think gold obviously will be negatively impacted by the the rise in the yields. So last week we saw gold price actually decline by about 4% because the US dollar and the real yields rally uh, on the back of expectation that the Fed will raise interest rates in November. But overall, we do think once the Fed starts to pause rates, so at State Street, we do expect the Fed probably will hike rates in November, then will pause until the first half of next year. So I think at the moment, I think it probably creates a very attractive point for some of the investors that might be interested to hold strategic allocations because at 1820, uh, I believe it's, it's a very, very attractive a level. And when you think about gold, it's been holding up quite well, despite the fact that we had interest rate from zero last year to about 5.5% in the US. And gold, uh, until last week, was actually up by about 5%. So we do believe gold, it has its very unique value. 
And if investors believe that the U.S. is heading into a recession and also they expect the market volatility increase, we do advise investors to accumulate gold as a strategic allocation. Okay, you touched on the U.S. dollar rally just there. How is gold currently faring against the greenback? Gold historically has a very strong net correlations with the U.S. dollar. Last week, obviously, the U.S. dollar rally, but since July, we have seen the U.S. dollar rally about 7%, the U.S. dollar index. Mm-hmm. And that has led to gold price decline by about 6.5% in the same time. So in the short term, we do believe until probably November, um, there should be some short-term pressure uh, on, on the gold prices because uh, markets were expect the Fed to raise rates in November. But I think after November, we believe that the Fed will start to pause rates we're actually pricing in the Fed to cut about 100 basis points in the second half of next year. So once uh, the Fed starts to pivot and cutting rates, that will be uh, beneficial for gold price because we do expect the US dollar to weaken uh, heading into 2024. Okay. And finally, before I let you go, Robin, aside from Fed and recession expectations, what are some other headwinds as well as tailwinds in gold markets that investors should look out for? I think the biggest headwinds will be the stronger dollar and the higher interest rates. So I think leading into next month's Fed's meeting, there should be some uh, short-term headwinds. But um, obviously, we are fighting clients that the current level could be a very attractive level to accumulate. And some of the tailwinds we expect is that we do expect the Fed to cut rates next year on the back of slower growth in the U.S. Obviously, if the U.S. so some sign of recessions uh, next year, gold will benefit because historically, every time that the U.S. hit recession, gold has able to outperform uh, U.S. equities, bonds, and the U.S. dollar. Mm. All right. Thank you very much, Robin, for your time and insights this morning. Thank you. We've been in conversation with Robin Chui, APAC Gold Strategist for Spider ETFs at State Street Global Advisors. Stay with Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.